Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, swings his webs, fights crime, does not do drugs because that's lame. Look out. <laughs> Here comes Spider-Man. Was there a rap sec- like section to that song or am I making that up? Spider-Man, right. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly <laughs> neighborhood Spider-Man. They should have Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, remix that. Because, you know, he, he loves the rap. He loves the rap. He does. But, uh, he hey, does. guys, welcome to another episode of the Watch That John podcast. As always, I'm Mary. And I'm James. And if you can't tell by now, get help. But um, we are reviewing <laughs> Spider-Man Across the Universe. That's a big... Spider-Verse. What is it called? <laughs> Spider- Across, Across the, the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. <laughs> okay, well, don't. Spider-Verse isn't a real thing, so of course I don't remember that. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that a Beatles song, Across the Universe? Actually, like, I think it is. Nothing's going to change my world, or something like that. I don't mm. know. You were heavy into the Beatles, like your sophomore year of high school, and then by proxy, I learned a lot of their music, too. But, um... Yeah, it's Spider-Man time. Yeah, Spider-Man always been my favorite superhero growing up. Um, I was a huge Tobey Maguire Spider-Man fan in the video games and everything. Was that the first <coughs> Spider-Man movie? The Tobey the Toby Maguire yes. ones? Yeah, I believe it what was. What year is that? Like, 03? Because probably. I'll have to look it up. 03, that, But that time frame sounds about, sounds about I remember right. I was like eight years old. So how, how old? What year is it when I was eight? Do the math. <laughs> well, oh three, you was ten, so in your eight, that was probably the old two. Okay, one. okay, yeah, I feel like I was eight. I remember uh, our brother was just like, "You guys want to go see Spider Man?" And I was like, "Why would I want to see Spider Man? Like, I'm, I'm, I've never been big on American comics. I have a great more appreciate the appreciation for them now, but when I was eight years old, I was like." I thought the movie was going to be terrible. I was like, why would I want to go see Spider-Man? Like, do people still care about superhero movies? But He brought it back. Literally. Actually, it came out in 2002. 2002. Okay. Was I eight in 2002? Yes. Yeah. You were nine. nine. So that's actually okay. pretty good. Okay. Yeah. When I think about it, I do feel like that that Spider-Man movie is really the movie that set off the, the reemergence of superhero movies that weren't, like, super corny and, like, campy. It did because it was the movie of our generation, if you if you want to call it that, superhero movie of our generation. Because Batman's, you know, they've been doing a Batman movie since the '60s yeah. when he still wore but, his um, underwear outside. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> like Spider-Man in 2002, with like actual like decent cinematography and like decent uh, like graphics and him slinging and all those mechanics and stuff that basically came in the 21st century right that basically kicked off the whole marvel thing slowly but surely slowly you know? but surely because i remember after the first spider-man the hulk came out and that movie was depressing when i was a kid it really was it was, it was sad. sad the hawk and what else i don't i don't remember much from dc but yeah slowly but surely fantastic then four. fantastic four Fantastic Four, they come out around the same time. So, yep, I never true. saw that movie. Yeah, they call it the legacy Marvel movies. Anything before um, Iron Man, any, anything before like the Avengers movies, they call it like the legacy 
which is the Fire Foreign X Men. That's what it was. X Men. You're right. X Men. X Men was running the game. Holly Berry and all them. They, they was were. Running the they game. were. And X Men was fire. I never got into with, um, it. it. I don't know why. Holly Berry and um, um, Hugh Jackman as a uh, Wolverine. I remember. I I was mm-hmm. a kid and I seen that scene. We're getting way off topic, but y'all know what it is by this point. <laughs> we ramble. <laughs> we ramble. Listen. Professional like ramblers. We, <laughs> we just we just ramble, but um. I remember watching X-Men when I was a kid, and when they first showed Nightcrawler, I was frightened. I was terrified. Like, I was I like, I don't, I'm scared. I'm very scared. I don't like this movie. Who is this blue demon with his yellow lizard-like eyes? Like, I was mm-hmm. like, uh-uh. It's, but. So, but, but Spider-Man. Yeah, bring back to job, me, James. He, <laughs> right. <laughs> Good segue. Um, it was all. It was all my favorite superhero, and the video games is always done very the well. The Spider-Man game for the PS One was so good. It was so, it was so good. good, and I thought it was just me. So I went online, and everyone likes that game. So yes. good. It's so, so good. good, and I like the narration so then, going through the, the the entirety of the game by um. It was Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Stan Lee, Stan Lee was na- yeah. He was na- yeah. He was. He was, oh, he was narrating the whole game. So then, when we found <laughs> out, obviously a few years ago. That they were doing a spider, uh, Spider Man would enter the into the um, Spider Verse, the multiverse, into the multiverse, oh the first one, <laughs> into the multiverse. Right, I know. Yes, you know what's funny? One, I right. just found out the name of this movie because I didn't know it. I was like, we gonna go see Spider Man. Sometimes <laughs> I, I feel older. So we gonna go see Miles Morales. <laughs> we go see Miles Morales, Miles right? Miles. The Black Dominican Spider Man. He's it's, Puerto it's, Rican. It's dope. No, he's he Dominican. Is Puerto Rican. He? He's Dominican. He is Puerto Rican. He's, He's half. Oh, he's half. Apparently, apparently he's, he's Dominican half. and Puerto Rican. So, here's one thing that me and D keep been trying to figure out, right? And I think I have the answer. Mm-hmm. Why is his last name Morales when his mother is Latina? I think because his dad. His dad's last name is be, Davis. Yeah. Is it? Oh, Officer Davis. My yeah. only explanation is that they might have had him name. at a wedlock. Yeah, maybe. I didn't. Uh, I didn't pay any attention to uh, the officer's last. I just thought name. of it because I'm like, I'm like, the, like I was like, okay, maybe his dad is like Hispanic too. But I was like, I looked online mm. and I was like, his name is Davis. So I was like, how was his last name Morales? But I guess they might have had him at a wedlock, and you know, when that happens, they normally takes the mother's name. Yeah, what well, they're they're in the Bronx, right, or New York or something like that. I thought they were in Brooklyn. They're, they're in Brooklyn. That, yeah, they're in Brooklyn. So they're in Brooklyn. You know this. You know how it's, it goes. it's normal. Because I'm like, I feel like his name should have been Miles Davis Morales. Okay, no. Um, so Ma- Morales was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. He was 13 year old, of African American father and a Puerto Rican mother. So he's not Dominican. Because I remember there was one scene in a movie where um, Rio, his mother, was sitting at a table and she was like, "Oh, I hear that people say that this Spider Man is Puerto Rican." And Miles was trying to deflect, and he was like, "Uh, no, I heard he was Dominican, so yeah, he's Puerto Rican." <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, half his his dad's black, his mom's Puerto Rican. Speaking of his dad, I loved his dad in this movie. He hmm. was so funny, and you know who voiced him? Who voiced Paperboy. him? Paperboy. Paperboy. Oh, Paperboy from um, the dude on yeah. Atlanta. Uh, uh, Brian Tyree <laughs> Henry. That is his name. That's funny. That last time you said how you love everything Paperboy does. I, 
listen, love them in Atlanta, love them in Bullet Train, love him in this. He did something else. He was he was really good in Bullet just, Train. He, Bullet was Train he was lemon hilarious. or lime or what? <laughs> what were their names? <laughs> I forget. Huh? It doesn't matter. But he was really it, it, lemon and tangerine. Tangerine, lemon and yeah, tangerine. You're right, you're right. Lemon and lime. That's cool though. But uh, yeah, I loved his dad. That um, when he like uh, when Miles got in trouble for whatever that kid was doing, he was just like, "You're grounded," and he'll just scream five uh, five years, ten years, three months. <laughs> like he was just funny. Yeah, that was funny. When the movie opened up, though, right? <clears throat> it I was super confused. One. Was your volume very low in the theater? Oh, my God. I said the same thing. I was like, I can, I don't know if it yeah. was me. Because I asked EQ and he was like, it sounds fine to me. And I'm like, yo, I can't hear. Like, I cannot hear. Exactly. I was like, this, I, wish... I was kind of deflated. I was like, what's up with this audio, yo? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I at the end of the movie, I asked um, the dude, one of the dudes who work in the theater. He was like, yeah, man, that was the biggest complaint across mm. the country is that like, the audio was super it low. Was so at least, low. at least, it'd be definitely in the beginning. I did not know what I'm Gwen like, was saying most of the time. I just knew she was angsty. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I wish they had subtitles at the beginning because I'm like, whoa, what is when she was going like the, the the teen rock phase or whatever. Yeah. But the whole opening of the movies it confused me because obviously <clears throat> they were doing a recap of Spider Woman or or Gwen's life, right? Gwen Stacy's, right? And in her reality, in her in her Earth, Peter Parker um, became a lizard man. Yeah, Peter Parker Night became Carver. yes the lizard, right? Um, like a uh, that professor from the first, like whatever. <laughs> I'm about came. to say Professor Utonium. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's powerful, girls. Yo, relax. I forget, I forget what the lizard name is. It's not Doc Ock because he's an octopus. <laughs> No, it was the ever whatever he was. He was a lizard man. I remember the lizard people because in Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, he also fought lizard Mm -hmm. people. Exactly. So that was Peter Parker in her world. But anyway, the way they they portrayed it, I felt was I was missing something. Exactly. I was like, hold on, I I haven't seen the last movie. The pandemic ruined everything because the movie came out. The first movie came out in 2018, so it feels Mm. like forever since I've seen. A Miles Morales Spider Man. So I don't remember anything that happened for the first movie because that's so I thought the same thing as you. Like, I don't like it, 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 Am I missing something? Is this information we already know? Or is it something new? Yeah. That was unclear. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then so it made sense that, like, you know, like whatever happened to her happened to the original Peter Parker. You know what I mean? And it took a while to kind of catch on. I was like, okay, you know, she's. Going the through the whole Peter spider in her universe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. Like he died. He was Doctor Connors was a lizard's name, by the Dr. way. Doctor Connors. Um, yes, he was. He turned into a lizard in the original Spider Man, and Peter Parker ironically did it in this Spider Man. Right, right. And then the same kind of concept came. Right, is that Gwen Stacy's dad, Captain Stacy, saw that she, um, basically she accidentally killed Peter. And then wanted to hunt down and, and, and kill her. Or hunt down and bring her to justice. Or yeah, because they were best friends. And I wonder yeah. if Gwen didn't accidentally kill Peter, what if romance would have started? Because she says later on in the movie, she's like, in every universe, Gwen falls for Spider-Man. And it doesn't end well. But then again, never mind, because he wasn't Spider-Man in that universe. So never mind. 
Never mind. No, he wasn't. She was. But um, she was. She yeah, was. one thing. Yeah, I, I did feel you too. I was a bit confused. I was like, did I miss something? And the audio was very mm-hmm. low. But one thing I loved about Gwen's universe was like the sort of like hand painted looking backgrounds. Yeah. And all the it was really like good. it. This is literally the most creative film I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it was highly creative. Like, it was. Just, just there's so much going on at every point. It's like it's like the producers or directors or whatever just went to the animators and was like, do whatever the hell you want. Just make it look good. <laughs> just make it look good. And it did. Like, whenever the mood changed, the background in Gwen Stacy's universe would turn like a blue and the colors would just like meld together and soon there wasn't a background. It would just be like color mm-hmm. and like everything will fade away and just one cool <laughs> thing. Did you watch did you watch any of the videos I sent you? I did. Tell them about tell them about I the did. the Gwen Stacy little <clears throat> jig, the little, the little the little tune. Yeah, so so whenever they showed Gwen Stacy, right, and when she went into action, right? They played this cool like guitar riff. It's a little ditty. Jingle, it was like, right? Yeah, it was like It was like a I can't remember. We can find the sound. Yeah, right? And it was it was fire. I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." You know, I remember listening to it thinking it was pretty cool. And then Mary sent me this uh this YouTube video that basically those same chords, those same notes. Look at you guitar. Look at you guitar. Right? Is the the original Spider-Man sound. And I was like, oh, that's, that's fire. I was like, yo, <laughs> like hard. I said, the creativity. It's so creative. Oh, my yo. God. And and you, you mentioned you mentioned that the pandemic slowed it down to, and, and like made the movie come out yeah. later. And that's probably true. Yeah. But at the same time, they were able to, to marinate this to movie. Lock you know what I mean? In. Was able you to can't soak it, go nowhere. Lock in. You are in the zone <laughs> for over two years. Yeah. Where movies, yeah. you know, animated movies takes forever anyway. So it's like you're they locked do. in. You can't do nothing else. You might as well put your mm-hmm. all into because it's crazy. The put first your... movie, I thought it was okay. This movie, I think, is so much better. It's ridiculous. I, I, I love the first movie. Really? I don't remember. But yeah, I agree. I, this movie, I agree that this is a... This was this was uh this was different. This one had me like I was mesmerized, dog. Yes. Yeah. I was once you once I re- once I figured out how to listen. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was so Yeah, low. true. That, <laughs> I was I know I can't hear, you know, I need subtitles. You know, I do mm-hmm. need subtitles, but um, Movies should be movies should have subtitles anyway. They should, but they should be paced correctly. So, cuz I feel like mm. subtitles that aren't paced correctly can really ruin the ruin comedic it. impact or even like yes, the terror absolutely. impact of a movie. So they they, they mm-hmm. I can't see the whole sentence before it happens cuz then it's like, all right. Or, or or you know how sometimes they say who says the the line in the bottom? And you're not right? supposed to know who it'll it is. It'll be like it'll be like come here and it says like demon. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? like, <laughs> it's like what? I thought that was his dad. You're kind of like ruining yeah, it for me. Like, like, this is like, a demon. You just ruined it. Yeah. It's a demon like. Oh my god. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I, Gwen's universe was fire, and I like Gwen's costume. It's 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 like subtly sexy. Like you can see that the 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 girl got a little body yaddy, because it's like it's, <laughs> it's like she's wearing like this a leotard or a bodysuit as the girls call it with like a hoodie on top. Yeah, but I mean? the leotard is like high cut, so you see her little mm. hips. I was like, okay, you look good, you look good. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think so when freaking her dad tried to arrest her how did you feel 
Dude, that was uh, that was that was a little triggering. Mm. Like, like it was like, um, because first he came up and like she was about to go and she took her mask off. Right? I'm like, oh, he realized this is his daughter. Mask off. And I figured he mask and I figured he would be conflicted. Right? Anyone would be conflicted and like if you think your child do. killed someone who you care about. <laughs> Like, and and you know and and you know she she's superhuman like she could do stuff that no one else in the world should be able to do. Right? I guess that is kind of like so, a moment. It's like who even are you? Yeah. So like, but what got me is when he pulled the gun. Yeah. When he was like, hold up, stop moving, and pulled the gun on her, and I was thinking like, dad. You mean like, when she was in her? Yes. When she she pulled the gun on her after they defeated the vulture, right? Yeah. Like he literally was like, stop moving, and like. Like tried to pull the gun on her, yeah. and the only reason he didn't is because the uh, the dude from the future, Miguel. Um, yeah, Miguel from the future. I, I had an interjection. I saw him and I was like, "Oh, he's hot." <laughs> I was like, "Spider Man is buff." I was like, "Okay, Miguel." I was like, "He's hot." Like, he was swole. Yeah, yeah. After yeah, Miguel and Jess, right? The, the pregnant Spider Woman. Jess Issa Rae. Oh, that was Issa Rae. That, that makes Ray. sense with the motorcycle. That's, huh? fu- that's funny. Why? Why does Issa Rae ride funny. a motorcycle? Remember, she no Jess came up and rode the motorcycle, and she used a motorcycle to catch him. Remember, the pregnant Spider Woman when she first jumped in, she rode she rode around on her motorcycle, whatever, and they would fight in. They was fighting the dude, Hold the you vulture said Jess dude, the medieval Jeff vulture. Had a motorcycle. Issa Rae's character, Jessica, Jessica Drew. That's Issa Rae, right? Jessica Drew. So why yes. did you say it makes sense yes. that that's Issa? Well, just because her voice. Oh, I oh okay. Voice. I thought you knew something like Issa's yeah. out here riding motorcycles or something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I just recognize her voice. One thing about Issa um, that's kind of cool about this movie is that she played the straight man most of the movie. And we never see her do that. She's normally like a clown in everything she plays in. So her being like... The straight man. Yeah, like her being like kind of like the serious voice of reason. Oh, was okay, kinda, okay. It was kind of... Yeah, it was very yeah, yeah. interesting to see. Mm-hmm. But, um... But no, yeah. So, so yeah, that part, that part was like, whoa, like this is, this is kind of real. And I understood why she ran away. She had to run away. Gwen, would you have pulled you a know, gun had, out on your daughter if you found out she was a vigilante, possible murderer? No, I think. Let me see. Right, I think if he would have tried to catch her, at least to talk to her. You know what I mean? Like I feel as though if he would have chased after her. And his his intention was to like throw handcuffs on her, and talk to her like, what the heck is going on? I wouldn't. Have, I would have thought that'd have been like a normal cop thing to do, but pulling the gun out, you know what I mean, and and start reading her Miranda rights. Do you think that makes him a good cop? The fact that he polices regardless of who you are, because she said at the end you're a good cop, and you were doing I, the I, job. I, yeah, he was doing his job, but. I don't know, man. I feel as though, like, I'm conflicted. Let's keep it at that. Mm. Let's keep it towards Spider-Man. I'm conflicted. So I think it was interesting. I sent you another video clip, too, where Gwen came back to her home. Or is it an apartment? I guess it's an apartment. And she was sneaking out her bedroom yep. window to go mm-hmm. do Spider-Gwen things. And then she saw a reflection. She saw her father come in the room on the reflection of the window and he had something in her hand, and it looked like a gun through the reflection. But when she turned yep. around, he was holding like a toy penguin. 
Oh, Tori Perry. I didn't catch that in a movie because I was like, why did she spider uh, blast him? And I was like, oh, because she thought it was a gun. It's little details like that that you just you see real quick and then it's gone. Like, man. And apparently the penguin was um, remember the remember in the first movie where there was a pig Spider Man. Yeah, what Spider Ham? Sp- what was his name? Yeah, Spider Ham or something like that, right? So that pig Spider Man in his, in the pig Spider Man's universe. Oh, Gwen's the Gwen penguin. Gwen Stacy was the penguin. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that can that can explain yeah. why she wears black and white. <laughs> like a little penguin. Yeah, yeah like a little. That's so sure. cute. But I really like Gwen. Like when she finally came to Miles' universe. Speaking of which, it's that was. That was I felt like I could be in love with her too. Like she just seemed so cool. Like I and just mm-hmm. like it was just really cute seeing them like reconnect and everything. I, I felt like she was she was more effortless in her spider ness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She if was that just makes cool. Sense. She just just cool in her swag. Even in her like own controlled. universe, I liked how she wore like point shoes, and she really was just so graceful and everything. Like, mm-hmm. but uh, what was I gonna say about Gwen? Yeah, and she was just funny. Like, I thought it was hilarious when she first meets Miguel, and Miguel's trying to explain to her, like, the Spider-Verse. She's like, oh, really? Wow! <laughs> like, just acting, like, just saying, do what I know. She was like, really? What? <laughs> really? Huh? <laughs> and I'm like, she is cracking me up. <laughs> and everyone went to Miguel, and they were like, how are you not funny? You're literally the only Spider-Man that's not funny. And I was like, for real, because I was everyone had me cracking up this whole movie. Yeah, like that is true, because Miguel was stressed. He was stressed. Right, he was stressed the whole movie because he knew the bigger picture that we'll get to later on mm-hmm. about what could happen, right? Yeah. But um, let's just jump over to so, Miles' universe and what he's been yeah. going through. Yeah, so Miles apparently he's on Earth six ten, right? Um, well, and he's, so he starts he starts uh he starts uh sixteen ten, so he starts uh fighting the spot. The spot. The Honestly, what did you think of him? The spot. Yeah, that opening scene he, was the best. It was so good. You thought so? It was the fact that this dude is trying to rob an ATM but doesn't know how. Meanwhile, <laughs> Spider-Man's baking freaking beef patties like in the microwave before he goes to fight him. And just it was just so creative. Like that that whole skit of just yeah, was. the spot and you realizing, oh, he's not he's not he's new to this villainy stuff. Exactly. Like he's not evil. He just just trying to figure out, oh, I got these superpowers. Let me go rob a, let me go rob an ATM. No, what he said makes <laughs> sense. I can't get a job like this. Look at me. Like, I can't mm-hmm. enter the workforce, so I have to... It's time to go back to villainy. Remember they said exactly. that in um, Despicable Me? Gru was like, hey, everyone. It was like, huh, the minions? We're going back to villainy. Yay! <laughs> 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 like, he has to go to villainy. <clears throat> but just... But no, I thought I thought it was cool how uh, how spot the spot fought. You know what I mean? Because he can kind of, like, go in and out of dimensions. Mm-hmm. But he had no control over what he was doing or even didn't really understand how powerful he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and then, like, the whole time, Miles was just joking with him. Not even paying attention to Texan not even paid, fighting him. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to get to his dad's party, right? Mm-hmm. No, not the party. He was trying to get to his, um, the meeting with the guidance counselor at school. You're right. You're right. Yeah, at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's fighting with him, and that was that was a pretty, a pretty uh, Spider-Man-esque I guess kind of 
joking and clever and but still you realized towards the end because what what he said he was like a a b-list like everydayer criminal he yeah he was like this is the this is the villain of the week yeah the villain of the week like yo man you know big deal i just gotta and my thing is i can go about my business that will make me pissed off too if i was the spot because the spot used to be a doctor and i don't remember dr own doctor huh own o-h-n oh dr own Okay, he used to be a doctor, and the only reason why he became the spot was pretty much what happened in the first movie where Spider-Man destroyed the Collider or whatever, and he just got mixed up in that. So Miles Morales is kind of the reason why he's this way in the first place. So I'll be super mad if you did this to me. You changed my life for the worse for the rest of my life, and you don't even acknowledge me. You're still treating me like I'm small potatoes. I would be very mad, too. Yeah, no, the spot was bitter. Yeah, and it, I think it's justified because, like, if I do you wrong, I don't even acknowledge it, and I act like you don't mean anything. We gonna have beef. Mm-hmm. We gonna have. You should be called the spite instead of the spot. The spites, stupid. <laughs> the but spite, yeah. I did really like him at a video, and he, and one thing about this movie, it's so authentic. Just like that whole scene at the bodega was just authentic. You know what I mean? <laughs> you had the Caribbean man. At the counter, you know, just kind of like, yo, I don't know what's going on, Spider-Man. Handle it. He's trying to beat him with the bat, the spot with the bat when he comes <laughs> in. Because, like, fuck you mean? Like, he not going to steal a rob <laughs> from me. my store. And the spot's just like, oh, <laughs> it's it's FDI insured. It's not your money. But mm-hmm. the dude at the shop don't care. Like, you're disrespecting me. So That's going to make his insurance go up. I'm going to fight back, too. Yeah. And just like even just like the B-roll in the movie, just seeing all those different types of people. It's Mm -hmm. like this is how New York really is. Like you could find any race of person in New York in spades. You can. So it's just very authentic. Just very authentic. I agree. I agree. How do you like Mayo's mother? I love me some Rio. Mm -hmm. I really love her. She's just – I remember – before, at, after the end of uh, Spider-Man's dad's party, Rio's talking to him. And she said something. She was like, just imagine, you know, that you have this little boy who you've protected and taken care of. And now he's not that little boy anymore. And he's going off to the world. And you're wondering if people are going to protect him and make mm-hmm. him feel like he belongs. And she's like, mm-hmm. just always protect that little boy. And I think that was beautiful. It's just like, you know, it's hard to really let go of, like, your kids because you've been their protector. You've been doing what was best for them, and you don't want them to enter a world where they're not appreciated, where they're gunned down, where they're discriminated against. So it's like, how can I just let you go when it's my job to make sure you're okay? And other people, are they not going to – they don't value you how I value you. So it's like telling him, I need you to value you. You know exactly. what I mean? Because I'm not always going to be around. So I did like Rio a lot. No, I thought I thought, I thought, thought she had some bars. She said some really important and deep. And like you said, she was uh, authentic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just felt like a regular mom who cared about her son. And, <clears throat> and they were perfectly justified to be tripping that like – he was gone every single second. You know what I mean? And that's why when Gwen popped up 
it made sense. It's like, oh, he got a little girlfriend. Yeah. He's not out here selling drugs. Literally. He be- got a little girlfriend. Because literally, like, they didn't even know that he, he missed how many Spanish classes? Mm, he said, like, missed, like, four or five. I'm, like, how'd you get a B in Spanish? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like you're, like, it is worrisome. I don't know what you're doing. And you're at an impressionable age. You're not a little kid anymore. So you can be really into some crazy stuff. So, mm-hmm. and I did like how both parents didn't like when kids called them by their first names. <laughs> I was mm-hmm, like, exactly. that's, like, so wait, that's so black. That's so black. Like when Gwen came <laughs> like, and called her by called Rio by her first name, she was like, Oh, okay, so she's calling me by my first name. All right. <laughs> exactly. I don't do that. Even at work. <sighs> like if you're if you're black and you're older than me, I put a miss on there. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, you call her miss? I'm like, that's right. Like <laughs> That's right. Like, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> this woman struggles so I can call her miss. Like <laughs> she made it this far. I'm gonna call her miss. Yeah. But no, I no, no. I both parents, they really they, they cracked me up to be honest. And like mm-hmm. I like the talk that Miles had with his father after they fought oh, the when, spot. Oh, when when he didn't know he was talking to him? Mm-hmm. He was like, Oh, maybe you know get off his behind. He was like, Yeah, just get do. off the kids. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really funny, but yeah. And also, I didn't know Miles could draw that well. <clears throat> oh, all his this little diddles and like art drawings of Gwen and and the and Peter Parker, the old Peter Parker. It was just funny. He was like, you know, I don't think about her much. <clears throat> Look at a sketchbook; every page is full of Gwen. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I don't blame him though. Don't blame she's him so cool. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie; she's so cool. And I thought it was so funny how um, she came and she mentioned Hobby. Bobby oh, yeah. Brown, you know who like, that's voiced by? That's uh, that's the quiet dude, the Get Out dude, right? Daniel Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. And that that's another person <clears throat> I love. Almost everything he's in. Yeah. I he, that man <laughs> is just. No matter what movie I watch of him, his face just makes me feel bad for him. Like I don't know, he just mm. has like, oh man. But Hobby was my favorite Spider Man. <laughs> like and I like another thing about authenticity about this movie. This dude sound like a London nigga. He did. Like he said, "Mandem." I almost flipped out. He said, he said ma- "What?" Mandem. It's What's like that? a mandem is like a how do I? It's like a it's like me and my me and mandem are gonna go to the store. Oh. It's like me. It's like my niggas are like y'all like mandem. Oh, okay. And then okay. he saw um. The other Spider-Man, let me say his name correctly. I'm going to talk about him, too, because he was fire as well. Um, Pavitar Prahakar? Oh, yo, he was the Indian Spider-Man? He was hilarious. <laughs> that he was, was fire. But he saw him. He saw him, and he was like, oh, it's the big stepper. And Miles was like, what? And um, Pravita was like, oh, that means we're close friends and we get along so well. <laughs> like, I just, and the fact that, a punk rock Spider-Man is black? Yeah. I know. I didn't realize he was black, too. <clears throat> Excuse me. Until he took his mask off. When I heard him talk, I was like, that is a London. DQ listens to a lot of London rappers. So mm. I was like, this is a London black man. And just like all his slang and just like. Because, you know, a lot of people, when they see the face of punk, they don't think about black people, even though we started this whole rock and roll sort of thing. I yeah, feel like we true. are the biggest anarchists because we're done wrong. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So the fa- the fact that this punk rock dude is black 
and just cool. Like he he was my favorite. He was my favorite. Like No, I but. thought it was cool how um like you said, the, what was his, the the Indian? Sp- oh, his name is a Pav. They call no, him. No, his Pav. name is um. I wrote it down. <clears throat> his yeah, name it's is Pav V. Pravitsar Prahakar. Pravitsar, Pravitsar Prahakar. But they called him Pav. Pav they did. Yeah, P A V. He was hilarious. Yeah, he was. He, he was. was hilarious. But and in, just uh, a. What moon moon button like moon button like, yeah Mumbai yeah. Manhattan <laughs> that yeah, was yeah for real. that was so it's, perfect I saw really it was. I literally was like oh my god I was I was hype I was like they really brought Spider Man to India <laughs> to that's India. fire like that's and fire I, it really was and the thing was I thought it was hilarious how he went on a rant he was talking about oh yeah you see chai and then Miles yeah. is like oh, I love chai tea and he's like. What? He you stopped. don't say chai is tea. He chai snapped, is Joe. tea. Yo, I, I didn't know this till like two years ago. And they yeah. were like, chai means tea. I'm like, oh. My friend loved it. He used to tell me that all the time. It's like, yo, chai is tea. So you saying chai tea and saying tea tea. Like, yo, you do say really... milk milk. You gonna put milk milk in a latte latte. <laughs> he said chai. He literally cut everything, sat man yes. down and said, chai is tea. You're saying tea tea. <laughs> And even when um the spot came and he said something about I'm trying to find myself, Prav was like, "That's racist. I'm tired of you white people coming to Southeast Asia <laughs> and Asia to find yourselves. Stop having your Ipre loves here. We're tired of it. Exactly. Like, we have our own exactly. problems." Exactly. He said something else too. He was like, "Um, what you want, Kataman or, or 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 what, or non bread or something like that?" Like non bread. Yes, he did say non bread. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that is bread. I'm like, listen, listen. He's you know, nuts. you know, was, white people love y'all good. culture. We stole yoga from y'all. <laughs> like, well, they For stole real, yoga like. from y'all. Like, so yes, <laughs> go off about chai tea and yes, people going correct. over there trying to find their spiritual journeys and <laughs> just culturally appropriating y'all sacred traditions and everything. I was all for it. <laughs> For real, that was, and I, I love that, how I we openly pointed out the romantic tension between Gwen and Miles. <laughs> that was funny. That was really funny. Yeah, yeah and I just whole... love how cocky he was. He was like, "I have great hair. Like I'm perfect. I look good." <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, "You better go." Probably. So then, so then that was the first time in that scene when it was in Moonbatten, right? Moonbatten. That we learned about destiny, about what was supposed to happen. Because canon when events. Miles, yes, the canon events, right? Because Miles, he saved um, Pav's girlfriend's father. He was supposed to die saving okay, the child Okay, his name was Singh. His name was Officer Singh or something like that. Yeah, let me see. His name was, yeah. What was his yeah, girlfriend's Captain, name? Captain it was Singh. So... His girlfriend's name was uh, Gayatri. Gayatri. Gayatri, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he saved Gayatri's father, um, Captain Singh, Mm -hmm. and Captain Singh was on a bridge, and he was saving a a little girl, and obviously Pav couldn't get to him because Pav was saving um, Gayatri from from the bus falling off the bridge. Oh, yeah, Gayatri was on a bus. If Mm -hmm. That happened in, hold on, hold on, not to cut you. That scene happened in another Spider-Man movie, did it not? Yeah, it did. Okay, there were kids on the bus. What Spider-Man was it? I remember kids on the bus, Spider-Man on a bridge, mm. holding up the bus with a string of webs. I think that was the original and one. And the Green Goblin was fucking around and being That was the asshole. original one. Yeah, yeah that was the that original That wasn't number two? That wasn't the second movie? 
No, the that first one was the first one was Green Goblin. I might watch that tonight. We could watch the first one tonight. The first one. Was hold fine. on, hold on. But wait, wait. But what scene? What what movie is that scene from with the bus and the bridge? Do you remember? That was the original. That was the first first movie, the very first one, Tobey Maguire. Hmm. Now I don't right. know because the I Green Goblin the also was in Garfield one too. The Garfield Spider Man. Uh, was he? Yeah, because the Green Goblin. But he didn't. No, he wasn't. Um, the, <clears throat> Andrew. Garfield but he didn't do anything. Movie. Yeah, because that's how that's how um, Andrew Garfield's Gwen Stacy died, is because the Green yes, Goblin right, came up right. and, and threw a bomb at her, and she fell and, and snapped her necky neck. Oh my God, that was visceral. It was. I remember was. in the theater, my jaw dropped. I said, <laughs> <gasps> and I thought like, she was going to yeah. come back. No, she no, died. there's no coming back from that. Like. And then that the next scene, you just see Peter Parker in a graveyard as the seasons change, just absolutely broken. I was like, I'm sad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like this. But uh, continue, continue, continue. Yeah. So, so yeah, the. Huh, you um, were saying, uh, what were we saying? He wasn't, he wasn't supposed to save Captain Singh. He wasn't supposed to save Officer right. Singh. Captain Singh? Oh, Captain Singh. He's Captain. Sounds like Siri. Right. So then. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we forgot to talk about the Spider Society, right? But so Miguel and Jess, right? They run the Spider Society, and their mission is there are different Spider Mans across all the dimensions. But the mission was to make sure that what what's the name of the events? Canon events. events. Canon Canon events. events. Yes, Canon events. Right. Their mission was to make sure that to stop the Canon events from occurring. Right, and that's a Marvel theme if you think about it. Because in the Loki series, right, there's a secret society who comes up and makes sure that, that you don't deviate from your, your timeline or your destiny. Yeah, I think anything. Uh, continue, continue. I'll talk about it later. Right. But they said that basically the destiny of Peter Parker or Spider-Man. Was to lose his for, uncle. Is to lose someone close to him. Right, his uncle or, or somewhere, right? And also for a captain who he was close to to pass away while trying to save a child, right? <clears throat> so as soon as he saved Captain Singh, there was essentially a time black hole that formed in Moombatten, right? That they had to go and neutralize because that was the anomaly that kind of was breaking the whole timeline, the whole chain of events. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, didn't Spider-Man already lose someone important to him? He lost Aaron. He lost Uncle Aaron. Yeah, that was it's exactly right. So it was Uncle Aaron for Morales, right? For Stacy, it was uh, Peter Parker, right? For the original Spider-Man, it was obviously Uncle Ben, right? So yeah, they all <clears throat> for the Amazing Spider-Man, it was Gwen Stacy. You know, so they all lost someone very important to them. That's but the awful. Cap I don't want to be Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. For great power can great responsibility, right? And you got to. Amen. You got to lose somebody. But my thing is, so he already lost someone. So why was it necessary for the spot to kill his father? Why was that a canon event? Well, they said the canon event was the captain, a captain close to you. So that so oh, like, yes, he was the captain. He was the cap oh, he got promoted why the captain to got to be your daddy. Exactly. So, so he got he got promoted to be captain. And as soon as okay, he got promoted so, so, to be captain, he had to die saving a child. 
so because oh right so because he saved prov's captain mm-hmm. they need a new sacrifice of a captain from another spider-man exactly you're after well no after it says I'm after, like, why, why doesn't provatar have to lose somebody because this captain was saved so why doesn't oh that's that's what it is that's that makes sense so when he saved pav's captain okay. right it means that another captain had to be sacrificed in the place it's equivalent exchange equivalent <laughs> exchange exactly oh man you can't yes. escape it even in a completely different show you can't escape equivalent exchange that's dark yo let me not profend any captains fuck 12 anyway but say no you stupid yeah but uh yeah yeah um okay Continue. I'm just letting you continue your, your thought process. Yeah. So you're so when, the synopsis of the movie. Yeah. So then when when Peter when that canon event happened, right? And Peter goes to the spider headquarters, right? The dimensional spider headquarters. And he sees all the other Spider Man, which is actually dope. In every dimension. T Rex Spider Man. <clears throat> it's hilarious. I never knew what I needed. <laughs> I never knew I needed it. Is it's so impractical. Why the fuck would Spider Man be a Tyrannosaurus Rex? But I need it. Yeah, how does a spider bite a dinosaur and to give the dinosaur spider powers? <laughs> Isn't it like. Dinosaur. I just don't. I just, <laughs> well, I don't understand, right? A spider bit a dinosaur. That's so stupid. But then, like, why would the dinosaur wear a costume? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what kind of society does he live in where a dinosaur needs to hide his identity? And y'all like, know a, I have a mask on, but y'all, I'm a whole dinosaur. You I'm a dinosaur. I'm a dinosaur. I, I, I can see you. And oh second, how does a spider make a dinosaur stronger? That's what I also <laughs> don't understand. Like, <laughs> it enhanced the dinosaur's it. ability, so. It was perfect. <laughs> I was like, this is the greatest thing I've seen all year. Like, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Spider Cat, fantastic. Me and Milkshakes both enjoyed that. She got someone to look up to. Because, <laughs> you know, Simba, you know, she's tired of that. She needs some new heroes in her life. Milkshakes is my heroes. cat, by the way. Yeah. But anyway, right? So <clears throat> when Miles learns about this timeline, right? And these candid events and these anomalies that basically affect the timeline, right? Which is the problem with doing multiverse jumping. It's the problem with or time, time travel traveling. or anything like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And, it, and it, it makes sense, right? You need a basic structure to keep the universe from collapsing into itself, right? Have you ever seen the butterfly effect? <clears throat> exactly. That's essentially what it is. It's like the butterfly effect, like little things. Oh, I was acting. i never seen that movie, but I feel like that's like the basis for so many of time travel, universe jumping sort of things. Yeah, the concept of the butterfly effect is that one little event can cause a chain event that ultimately changes drastically, like overall. Like it just propagates mm. and propagates and propagates. Right? They're like, they, they say like how... Like a butterfly's wing, like flapping his wing can like affect like the weather in Asia or something like that. I don't know. But basically that's the the concept of the butterfly effect. That's why they, they, they called it that, right? But anyway, <laughs> anyway, right? So, so when Miles learned, right, that the only reason, and this is the trippy part for me, right? The only reason that he is Spider-Man is because a spider from another universe 
came because of Dr. Ohm, the, the spot, accidentally transported the spider to Miles Morales' universe and bit Miles, right? Because remember, Miles, before he got bit, Peter Parker was already there. There was another people. Yeah, he died. <clears throat> yeah, he had to die because there couldn't be two Spider-Mans in his universe. I wonder so, why. <clears throat> because it's, it's an anomaly, right? Hmm. So Miles Morales Oh, yeah, himself, yeah. Like he said, it's the... It's not that wasn't meant to happen. Yeah. So Miles Morales himself was the first anomaly, right? He was the first canon event. So because he was there and he was a new Spider Man, that means Peter Parker also had to die. Right? And that means the spider that that got transferred, the radioactive spider that got transferred to his universe, that universe now doesn't have a Spider Man. Right? And the thing is, his friends, so Gwen... Spot's universe doesn't have a Spider-Man. Spot's universe does not have a Spider-Man, right? And Gwen, because Gwen and the old Peter, Peter B. Parker, right? The older guy Mm -hmm. in the first movie. I love him. And Mayday, I love them. They both get a little good baby. She was cute. I love Mayday. She's so cute. But they both knew that about Miles. And they knew why he couldn't join society because the society was built to stop him from breaking the universe. So Miles, when he realized that they knew about it, he felt betrayed, right? Because it's like, yo. But, 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 okay, it was built to stop him from breaking the universe, meaning keeping him in check? Yeah, essentially. To make sure he doesn't create any more anomalies. Yes, so they didn't, they obviously didn't know. Basically, they knew that he was the first anomaly, right? So one, they had to keep him in check. Two, after he saved Captain Singh, right? They knew that because of equivalent exchange, right? Which is a full metal alchemist term, basically saying that when one thing, like even opposite reactions, right? When one thing happens, something else has to happen to keep balance, right? So when they knew when he saved Captain Singh, that someone else in someone else's universe also had to die. I was about to say the whole... I, I, I was trying to say the whole equivalent exchange spill from Full Metal Alchemist, but it went out my head, so continue. <laughs> That's fine, right? If you saw the Blake expression on my face. <laughs> That's fine. But anyway, right? It only made sense that Miles' captain had to die because Miles was the only captain that was still alive. Remember, they looked around the room... And all the other ones, their captains died, and they all, like, lost them. Well, not Pav. Exactly. So because Pav didn't, that had to yeah. happen to Miles. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so when he ran my away. Thing is, it would have happened to Miles anyway, wouldn't it? It would have happened to Miles. If that's a canon Miles. event for all of them to lose an important officer. An important captain, I mean. Yeah, and that's why I can I can see that one that point too. Either either one because he saved him, he had to lose his dad, or he was gonna lose his dad anyway because what happened to all Spider Mans. Mm-hmm. I originally thought the latter that they were gonna all of them was gonna lose no matter what. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. I didn't think of the equivalent exchange until you said it just now. Yeah, <clears throat> now I'm thinking about it. I'm changing the theory. But anyway, Miles knew that his dad had to go. 
right? Mm-hmm. And all the Spider-Mans wanted him to hang out and that his dad will happen happens, right? And obviously, Miles is not going to do that. He's like, yo, I can feel my bullshit. own destiny. Fuck y'all. I'm yeah, not exactly. Here. I'm not staying Why am here. I let my dad die? Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, because like, my thing is about canon events, I believe destiny isn't predetermined. That's the nature of destiny, that anything you do can alter your destiny. So how can you say something is canon and something isn't? That's the whole point, is that like you can't alter your destiny. What you're, what you're born to do is what you'll do. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't think I believe that. I don't, I don't believe it either. Well, you're saying in this world, in this world, that those are their rules. Because I think it, when they said it's not a canon event, like that never should have happened. And I was like, so why did it happen? I feel like if it never should have happened, it wouldn't have happened. Well, that's the whole thing about messing up timelines and going across dimensions, right? Is you can make an effect on something, but you were never supposed to be there. I don't know. That, see, that's what, that's what I'm saying, though. I'm like, I don't, I think everything that happens is supposed to happen. Mm. Even if it doesn't make sense, I think destiny, you can't surprise destiny <clears throat> in my mind. And I guess that's that's the whole point. It's like it was supposed to happen within your governor universe, within like your universe is your 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 boundary conditions. Okay. But when you I have something cross that boundary, and now yeah. something unnatural, like supernatural, that's essentially what it is. Some a supernatural occurrence comes and change it. Is is equivalent to like to this is gonna be nerdy, right? But let's say. Um, I have. Don't like, you say no Star Wars references? No, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say no Star okay. Wars references. Right? This would be like a physics reference. Let's say that I have like ten balls in my hand, equally weighted. <laughs> 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 ten balls? spherical objects in my hand, all equally right. weighted. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and let's say I drop all ten of those objects. Right. Damn. And they they you fall. You could fit ten balls in your big hands too. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> and they fall right, and the balls dropped. They they. <laughs> <laughs> You're not mature enough for this analogy. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish for that one while. <laughs> but anyway, so they drop in the random order. They hit the ground in a random order. Okay, assuming that, yeah, they all hit their. They probably hit the ground at the same time. But anyway, they're, they're, like if they hit the ground in a random order, but let's say that you come in and you catch one out the sky and drop it later, right? That's equivalent to what, like, <clears throat> the order that they hit is randomness. But you coming in and changing that is now affecting the outcome. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, <clears throat> yeah. So that's what essentially, what my, that's the anomaly, right? Is if something was naturally going to happen and going to occur, that's fine. That's just natural. But something So he's messing with the, the natural river. order. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, exactly, the natural order. And because of that, it's going to cause another event that they have to figure out how to neutralize. And ironically, when they went and started neutralizing that event and moonbatting, they didn't really show what they were doing. They kind of just showed up and just the four of them stood in the corner and did something and stopped it. Right? I'm not sure how, how oh, much. Oh, when everything started turning that scary black? Yeah. it was. I, thought that was, I, I just assumed that was the spot. Doing something he shouldn't be doing, like just no, it people. was it was a black hole because of what happened, the anomaly that happened, mm. right? And I guess the spot, the reason he was so dangerous is because he was able to jump through the multiverses at will and cause a countless number of anomalies and canon events just by messing with stuff, 
you know what I mean, and just causing these events. So that's why he's the the biggest threat to the multiverse. Yeah. And I think um, I, I completely agree with Miles. I would fight y'all too and get out of there. I thought it was dope how he got away from everybody. Everybody. He was the best everybody. one. And, <laughs> and you know what I like? At, when he came back, he came back to his mom and he said, Mom, you were right. I did what you said. I'm like, what did he say? I think I wrote it down. He said, um, when he said, always protect that little boy in you, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, I'm so strong. Like, I'm so strong and now I'm not afraid of anything. Yep. And it's like, literally, you fought off all the universe's Spider-Man. And he, he came back with a newfound confidence. That was really nice to see. Like, it was just really nice to see. He was like, I'm not afraid of anything. Like, I, you taught me how to handle a situation that you knew nothing about. And because of what you said to me, I'm not afraid of anything. And I went in there and I fought my ass off mm-hmm. because of what you told me. And exactly. I was like, that's a mama. That's, I yeah. was like, that's beautiful. It was. That's really beautiful. But yeah, that yeah. that whole fighting sequence was just so. When they did the Spider Man point again, when Miguel was like, <laughs> "Get Spider Man," I was like, "This is never going to get old." Because they did it, they did it in uh, the last Tom Holland Spider Man movie, did. and it was classic. This they was did. amazing. I was like, I love it. I love it. Like, like where? I, Which one? <laughs> what? That was fantastic. And I feel like just movies that are like. They have a very. They know what it is. They know. They know what fans want to see. Yeah. They know what they want to see. They have like their thumb on the pulse of fandom, so they understand. Mm -hmm. They know all the memes. They know all the like the the theories and like they because they're fans themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it just shows through. Like, it it was it was honestly incredible. Um, What do you think about Miguel? Because I'm like, I think it's kind of selfish for him to try and, like, tell Miles that he can't save his dad when he literally went into another universe to be someone else's wife and husband. He did. He went to another universe and basically posed as their version of him. But it mm-hmm. and terribly. He was destroyed the whole universe because of it. The whole multiverse yeah. because of it. So I right. think his original actions was selfish. But... I also think that as a hero, which all of them are, and they want to do what's best for society, you have to learn from your mistakes and make sure they don't happen again. You know? Is um is Jessica Drew's baby his? I'm assuming, yeah. I'm assuming so. I didn't I didn't think about it. I was like, is that his baby? I'm assuming because they rolled in together and they really I don't know. Together. I think they're just partners. I think they're just partners, but um Yeah, no, but I feel you. It's it's just like you kind of got a lot of nerve, Miguel. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I know you didn't know what was going to happen when you did those things. Yeah. But to tell this kid he has to sit and let his dad die, you really expect him to do that? But I'm saying the, also the thing is, too, right, is that everyone else, all the other Spider-Mans, they had that loss. So it was like, I get it. But they it. didn't know about it beforehand, I don't think. No, they didn't. And they probably would have tried to prevent it, too. Yeah, yeah. But you know. yo, I thought it was I thought it was so funny when Miles goes back to what he believes to be his universe, mm-hmm. and he's talking to his mom, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm Spider Man," and she's like, "Who? Who?" At K-Apple first, I Spider-Man. thought, 
<laughs> I, I'm just like she's just put she's a Puerto Rican mom. She don't she don't care who that is. Yo, she got I bills thought, to pay. I thought the same thing. I thought I leave the same thing. I mean, I can imagine if Georgie went and told his mom, "Yo, I'm Spider Man." She'd be like, "Hey, it's so Spider Man. What's Spider Man like?" Right? Like, <laughs> like what? What? Like, I don't care. Get out of my face. I have stuff to do. Like you playing too much. <laughs> you play. Like too I much. have things to do. I got. Bills it reminds to pay. me of um of everything everywhere all at once when um. They first took what is her name, Evelyn, mm. when um, Wayman first took Evelyn into the closet and pretty much told her like, "Hey, everything's crazy now." She's just like, "I don't have time for this. No, I, I my my laundry mat is getting my dry cleaners is getting laundry audited. Mat? Was it a laundry mat? It was a laundry whatever. Mat. Yeah, my yeah. business is getting audited. Like, I don't have time for this." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, we." People of color don't got time for the nonsense. <laughs> don't got time. We we don't have time. That's white people stuff. <laughs> y'all deal with y'all Dungeons and Dragons. We just try and live. We just try to live like, and pay these bills. It's like, so funny because I saw this meme. It was like white people literally make up like Dungeons and Dragons and vampires and zombies because they don't have to go through what we go through in real life. So they've like, what if <laughs> they have to like plan like struggle? <laughs> <laughs> so they come up with this crazy stuff like. That's hilarious. Uh, how'd you feel about the uh, the the Donald Glover cameo? <laughs> I thought it was that was just random. I thought it was funny though. But the thing is, it's not that random though, because if you can remember, years ago, before this movie was even in production, he's the one who brought up the concept of a black Spider-Man to like the mainstream. How? And for the longest time, I thought he was going to be casted as Miles How? Morales. When you do that? I forget. I just remember hearing about it forever ago. Like, I don't know if it was like one of his comedy skits he did or if he was just talking about it on the Internet. I think he just said, why can't Spider-Man be black? Mm. And this is this is literally so long ago, mm. like decades ago. So it makes sense for him to make a cameo in oh, this wow. movie. How did you look it up? We can we can look at that. Um. I'm going to ask him right now? Yeah, ask him. I'm interested in that. Do you you remember when Childish Gambino first said something about a black Spider-Man? I don't remember, but I was just, was I watching, I don't know if I was watching the video with you, but he he did it in a skit. He He did did it it in a skit. skit. Mm. You can talk to the mic. And then that's what started the idea. He did it in a skit. Yeah, he did it in the skit. Okay, because I'm like, I heard about this forever ago. Mm. Then I forgot all about it. So seeing Donald Glover in this movie, I was like, oh, snaps, yeah. I did think that he was going to be Miles mm. for a while. So, um, yeah, I'm jumping around. But another thing I like in the movie is whenever they spoke Spanish, there was no subtitles. Quick side note. Quick side note. Um, I'm just telling you. He did it in the skit, and, like, in the skit, he like hopped out of the bed in like a Spider-Man uniform. Okay. And they used that same exact scene in the movie. Oh wow, that's fire! So that's y'all, fire. y'all, y'all end up seeing it. Y'all, y'all come across it. Will this pick it up? What you said? Hmm? This will pick up what you said. No, but you can reiterate it. Oh no, say it, okay, so the, so you can talk. You can talk. Yeah. So in the move, so in the Childish Gambino skit, he he like stood up out of his bed in a Spider-Man uniform. And I forgot what part of the movie it was, but they just recreated the scene in the movie as well. Wow. That's very hot. from that's, our producer, guys. Yes. <laughs> that's very, very good attention to detail. Yo, ro- yo. so I heard on, um, on the Reed podcast, there was this 14-year-old kid who animated. 
he used Legos to make like what's it called stop animation mm, yeah, yeah. using Legos mm-hmm. he recreated the Spider-Man the Spider-Man trailer the Cross the Spider-Verse trailer using Legos oh, wow. and Marvel Studios thought it was so good they hired him he's 14 years old wow. And the Lego skit in the Spider-Man movie, he helped to animate. Wow. 14 years old. I said, nigga. That's crazy. I'm still struggling with After Effects. Mm. And here you go. Maya got me in a chokehold. Mm. And here you go. Mm. Here you go. So, yeah. Yeah, but going back. But I liked how when they spoke Spanish, there were no subtitles. It's like, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, too bad. There was so many times I looked at Aline and Angela. It was like, what they say? What they say? Really? And she told me. I was like, aha, that's funny. I thought that was fire. I was like, I like that. And once again, it's that authenticity. Like I said, even with Hobby. Like, I don't know what he was saying sometimes because his London accent was so thick. Mm-hmm. I just heard him say, mandem. I was like, oh, he talking that shit. <laughs> he talking that. And I watched the interview with Daniel Kalua, and he was like, the directors told him, yeah, just talk how you want. He was like, really? Like, literally talk like me because y'all not going to know what I'm saying. They're like, yeah, do that. He's like, all right. <laughs> he just did it. He just did it. He's from the UK. Like, Daniel Kalua, he's from the UK. You, you, I, have you never seen his interviews? The dude is British as hell. No, I've never seen him talk. He's British. I never, I never saw him talk outside really? of movies. Ah, oh, yeah, I guess in all his movie, he is American. Yeah, yeah, that nigga's... Oh, you didn't see that. I There's a Black Mirror episode with him on it, mm. and that's when he's full. Yeah. That's when he's full. So, okay, okay. I knew, yeah. I knew Idris, Alba's, Idris Alba was... Uh, I didn't know that till I was grown. <laughs> I was like, this man is British? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is a black American this is little like, girl. Uh, like, for real. Yeah, like, he's a whole American gangster. Mm-hmm. The takers. How, how are you British, son? How are you British? Speaking of which, cast him as James Bond already. We're tired. Yeah. No. He's sexy enough. He's cool enough. Cast him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I know you agree. So anyway. Because he's undeniable. When, 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 so when he was talking to his mom, and then he started glitching. Rio. Yeah, he was talking to Rio, and he started glitching. And I was like, oh, snap, he's not in his world. He's like, I'm not, in, I'm not in my universe. That was that was scary. That was like, oh, yeah, I, I, it was horroring. It I was. did feel the same way because, you know, I, I, even when she said, I don't know who Spider-Man is, I laughed. I was like, that's typical. Exactly. But, like, it's like, oh. So now he's in, he's in Spot's universe. Mm-hmm. He's in Spot's universe. And, he's, mm-hmm. and his uncle walks in. And he is freaking out. He's like, yeah. this nigga's supposed to be dead. And then yeah. his uncle sees something's off, and then he's like, "You did you undid your braids? You don't got your braids anymore." He's like, yeah. "I know, I changed." And I didn't them. think nothing of it. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah. of that comment. I just thought, okay, you know, who, maybe this universe. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, I that was that was pretty deep because I'm like imagining someone you've been grieving over for months, and you feel responsible for their death. No, you're and right. Just walk through the door. So so yeah. when. In his universe, remember they saw the moral. Instead of his uncle, it was of his dad. It was his dad. So you're right. The captain was supposed to die regardless. Oh, oh, that's that's a conclusion you're making. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming. Okay. What would you think it that the dad swapped out with the uncle? <laughs> I know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> I know. I just said what I. <laughs> I, I could barely hear. I wasn't putting, I wasn't putting the pieces together. <laughs> I could barely like that. Could barely hear. Like, you know, could, I was just looking at the visuals, like, "Oh, this look crazy." Like, <laughs> uh, I was mesmerized. No, what I but, assumed uh, 
was one the reason why um his uncle what's his uncle's name Aaron oh his the reason why his uncle Aaron died is obviously because he was the prowler and he was a prowler and um Miles stopped him from doing whatever he did and he died from prowling right but I guess in this universe Miles was the prowler Miles was I thought that was so cool I was like honestly this Miles kind of fire like I like that you kind of like a little hood rat like just robbing (laughs) people this real Brooklyn (laughs) (laughs) you and your uncle what's what's they call that Uh, snatch and grab what they call that DQ Snatch and grab. Where they, where they smash and grab, like where they go to the jewelry store and just start smashing stuff and stealing stuff. You asking what's the name for it? Yeah. I think it's like a smash and grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah smash and grabbing, grab, just yeah. doing nigga. Breaking Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah beating yeah. No, but what the streets call it. They call it like. They call it flocking? Flocking? I don't think so. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm not hip. I think about like specifically when they go to the jewelry store and they break all. I the, think that's the a smash and grab. Things. They I take everything. Grab. Yeah, I think it's called huh? smash and grab I too. I just called smash and grab. Oh, I didn't know if it was so. Oh yeah, yeah smash yeah, and grab. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, I thought that was crazy because now I'm like, crap. If the Spider-Man didn't come into Miles' real time zone, would he have? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If the Spider-Man, if 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 the Spider, if the spider didn't come into. Didn't come into Miles Morales' Brooklyn, Brooklyn 116, what was it? 1610. 1610, okay. Would Miles have been evil or he would have been a nobody? Hmm. Oh, my nigga. That might have been. He probably didn't have any moral compass. I, I Hmm, because, yeah, I can see that. If he never became Spider-Man, then he... James, you blew my mind, nigga. <laughs> Literally, that's what would have happened if that non-canon event, if the anomaly of the spider never came into Miles's world. Mm-hmm. That's what have happened because he never would have had the means to really stand up against the prowler. Dude, the prowler. His father probably would have died from crime going on because he has no one to help him fight crime, yep. and he would have been a hood rat. Yep, he would have been a hood rat. He would have been running the streets with his. He would have been for the streets. For his, yep. For yeah, the streets yo, the that's. I want to see that movie though. With the alternate reality. I guess that's the second movie. I guess that's the second movie. Oh man, we getting boys in the hood right now. <laughs> that's we getting juice. Getting that's juice. crazy. I got the juice now. Nah, you. That's that's fire. You 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 thought of that. Good job. You slept well last night, didn't you? <laughs> I did. You I had did. a good rest. Your mind is... I'm just here. I don't know what the hell's happening, but you, you put it together. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my... Hmm. Do you think that justifies, though, the potential, the assumed catastrophe that's going to happen if Miles saves his father? How do I put this? How do I put it in a way that makes sense? Yeah. Try that. He's saying that, shut up. <laughs> He's saying that uh, Miguel mm-hmm. is saying you should have never been Spider Man. You should have never existed, yes. Look at what's happening because of you. We literally formed to clean up your messes. Mm-hmm. And now you're about to do something else to save someone and selfishly possibly destroy us all. Yes. But do you think the outcome of Miles being for the streets and being the prowler 
with his uncle and more people dying, including his father, because there's no Spider-Man on the streets to help the police fight crime. Do you think it equals out? Like, do you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, you're trying to say does if Miles never became Spider-Man and he turned evil as the prowler, was that damage he caused as the prowler less than the damage than he caused? That could that would that could happen if he saved if his he father. If he saved his father, and the answer as is Spider-Man. no. In in theory, if he goes and saves his father and starts another can event, he can destroy everything in all existence. So no, it's not even. So uh, I forget what happens in Miguel's universe. Everything just disappears. Oh, I remember his wife. Everything his kid got. They they went to where Thanos sent them niggas. That's what happened. The afterlife. Hmm. The afterlife. No, no. Remember when Miguel tried to he entered um the other Miguel's universe, and then it was a non-canon event, so everything was disrupted, and he was running with this little tennis girl tennis girl soccer kid in his arms and she's like evaporated like a Thanos snap mm. I do remember that that's what happened okay because I-, I couldn't remember why he thinks this is going to happen but yeah because it happened it happened to him like you said it happened to him but I'm like the circumstances could be different I think he I think he's I think he's being well, I think well he's most likely broom here. most likely still since this is Marvel and they're all linked together right in the Loki series, when an anomaly happens, right, they basically reset everything. And everything that happens because of that anomaly is reset to kind of... How do they reset it? They use magic? They drop or? like a, I don't know, like a magical bomb, essentially, that goes and wipes out everything and resets it back to in this place before the anomaly happened. So in that case, what happened to Miguel is most likely they deviated too much from the timeline. It reset everything and it wiped and basically undid everything that that shouldn't have happened. Right. What if that's how the universe came into existence? <laughs> the universe as we know it currently. There was a never universe, someone screwed up, it reset everything and now things are like this where we have to work. <laughs> I don't know. But that's funny. Yeah. Oh, another, another thing that reminds me of the chai tea moment. I'm just jumping around. <laughs> is when Miles is like, why do you say ATM machine? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The M is for Old machine. Old people be always saying that. Oh, go to the ATM machine. Old people say Mac machine. Oh, you're right. They do say Mac machine. Got the Mac machine. I don't know what Mac stands for. I know ATM is automated teller. I think automated Mac teller. was like like Visa back in the day. They don't got Mac no more? Now it's a computer. No, not Max, the computer, yeah. All right, but anyway, guys, <laughs> listen. This movie, like I said, was one of the most creative things I have ever seen. What would you rate this movie? Because I give it an extra large, large bag of popcorn, maybe even two. Watch that, John. Right now. What are you waiting for? Exactly. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. I do. What To, to recap, what do you... What do you think this movie did the best? Like, what do you think this movie did extremely well? One, I thought I wasn't expecting a cliffhanger at all. I wasn't expecting the part two either. Yeah, and so so a few things I have to, I want to touch on is one, after the movie, um, I was just, my jaw was dropped. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole yeah, time, yeah, right? Yeah, my yeah. jaw was dropped. I'm like, yo, what's about to happen? How is he about to fight himself? 
and then get back to his original universe and then save his dad at the same time without with also avoiding the hundreds of thousands of Spider-Man that's also trying to catch him. Yeah. But then... Spider-Man got to remember what real told him. Huh? I said Spider-Man got to remember what his mama told yeah, him. Yeah, exactly, right? To protect that little boy. But also... I'm not afraid of anything. But also, what... Um, after the movie ended, right? Um, we were talking to, once again, one of the, the workers in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, just having conversations. Well, he was just giving... He was just giving knowledge. He was like, one... It, apparently, it took three years to make, to make, um, to make uh, Dana Kalua's character, Hobby. Yeah, yo, I forgot to talk about him real quick. I love how the fact he was animation was always changing. Yes. Sometimes he looked like paper mache. Other times he looked like something three D. He was just that was so fire. Mm -hmm. He's my favorite Spider-Man. Like that was so fire. Yeah, it took it took oh, it took man. three years to animate that. Second, three years. The guy said oh. that. This like this arc, right? The end of the movie probably would have been about another half an hour, right? If it would have ended normally during this movie. But he said now we get a whole two hour movie to kind of finish it up. And it's not gonna be done until like twenty twenty five. So it's gonna be a long time before that next generation movie come out. Uh, you know what? Not, let me not even pout <laughs> because if y'all y'all put in work, like I said, the first movie I mm -hmm. like, this movie I adore. So take all your take, take, take your time, time and take my money. Take the time and get it right, cause I was blown away. Yeah, and then there was one other part. There was one other point I was trying to make. Mm. I forget. Oh, I also I'm asked. Him, I also asked the movie attendant, right? And maybe maybe you and I could try to figure it out. I heard that there were differences across depending on what your theater you went to for this movie. Holy smokes, I didn't hear about yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that depending on what theory you went to, there were slight differences. And I asked the movie Ooh, attendant and he, he confirmed. He was like, Yo, he knows he has a friend who watched the movie and like a little of the dialogues were different. Right? And I don't know how we kinda maybe you can Google it, maybe you can look up to see what the subtle differences are. Yeah, because I don't really know how to confirm that. Yeah, unless... We, if we don't know what... If we can't really say what those differences are and then compare them. Yeah, because I don't remember... I obviously don't remember the movie line by line to kind of go through. Like, oh, yeah, no, they didn't say that in my movie. Okay, when Daniel Kaluuya said jumper in my movie, did he say sweater in your movie? I have no idea. I don't remember him saying either one. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just I just hate how London people call freaking sweaters jumpers. Jumpers, that's funny. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I never heard about that. But I wouldn't be surprised. The attention to detail in his movie is literally phenomenal and just kind of obsessive in a great way. It is. It is. It really was. I was like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I just wish the audio mm -hmm. was better. Yeah, That's it. It, it just sounds a little muffled. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what is being said. I, I got used to it. Yeah, you do get used to it. But the first like ten minutes, I was like, uh -huh. I was like, huh. I was looking <laughs> I at I was looking at Elaine. I'm like, yo, why don't they turn the speakers up? Like, don't they know? Like, 
I thought there was something wrong with my theater too. Yeah. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe depending on what theater you go <laughs> to, it sounds better. <laughs> Maybe that Certain theaters it. have like gunshots in the background, you know, the whole time or so. Or no, this is the theaters. I'm yeah. Really joking. <laughs> yeah. Man. But all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, you know the next movie we're going to review. You're not going to like it. Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. I knew. I it bought my there. movie ticket. You already bought You're it. You're gonna have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I bought the pre-screen ticket. Oh wow! When when when's that? I don't remember, but it, it's uh, I think it's the twentieth of this month. I think that's when I'm going to see it. Mm. So I'm going to get something pink. Maybe like some pink. I don't know, like a blazer or something. But yeah, we're doing Barbie next. So if you love Barbie. And even if you're like a Bratz girl, like a Winks girl, still tune in because it's going to be fun. I love Margot Robbie. She can do no wrong in my eyes. So I'm very excited for that. That's awesome. No, it seems like a really fun movie. Yeah, it, it seems satirical. And I think we, we need to, you know, talk about something other than violence. No, that's true. Bit. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Hold up. Oh, all right. Hold on, wait a minute. I found, I found the differences. Apparently, okay. there's 11 differences. 11? Yeah, 11. Oh. So, apparently, they said in one of the Spider-Man versions, Gwen Stacy makes fun of Michael O'Hara. Miguel, I'm sorry. Okay. Miguel, at the beginning Miguel. of the film, she tries to guess what superhero name there is. She acts as if he's the <laughs> Blue Panther. Um, and he says, that's funny. Right? And he says, this particular change doesn't happen. An audio rever- version of the movie. So that didn't happen. Okay, I don't remember that. Um, another difference. Um, this is r- random stuff. Like, let's see. Well, yeah, it, it can't be nothing that really affects the plot too much. Come on, read it off. What else? Okay, it says uh, the build-up to the scene in Gwen Stacy across the universe, across the Spider Verse, where the police orders Spider-Man twenty ninety-nine to surrender at the beginning of the film. That's Miguel. Um, to surrender at the beginning of the film plays out differently in these two versions of the movie. In one of them, audience see Miguel taking the vulture to the top roof and threatening to bite him with his fangs. In the other version, this moment does not happen, and the police helicopters appears right away. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I would like to see some different... Yeah, I didn't imagine it to be, like, something that, you know, that's probably little dif- differences here or there. Did you have the little fact sheets, the little facts, like, bubbles pop up during the, throughout the movie? Fact bubbles. They look like they look like comic dialogue. I bubbles. do remember seeing one. And they're like, if there are a bunch of them, I didn't have enough time to read them, but I did appreciate that. Mm. They'll just like show up every now and again throughout. So you did have those. Okay, cool. No, there's a, there's a lot of differences in here. Oh, this mm. one this one is a, important, right? Uh, Miles Morales dialogue in a chai tea sequence. So it says when Miles Morales first enters. Um, Path Universe, Spider-Man India calls out Miles for saying Chai T, which would be the same as saying TT. Miles embarrassingly apologizes, yet when he says 
what he says in each version is different. And one of them, Miles simply says, no, no. When Pav asks if he's saying things like coffee, coffee. In the other version, Miles instead says that he's sorry a couple times. <laughs> Just like random stuff that I guess. Yeah, little things. I guess they'd like, screw it. We're just going to show it in parallel. You know what I mean? Just like minor yeah. differences. Yo, it makes sense because it's different universes. So why would he, if, if they're going through this merchant universe thing, they see the theaters as different universes that you're watching it. So he may not say the same thing in your theater. Exactly. And the thing is too, right? That's so fire. They're probably going to have it merge, right? I'm imagining, I'm imagining the final one would probably like, and this is, this is, this is just. A merge between all the, I get what you're yes, going. This is just I, I get this my drugs. random, my random theory, right? But I can, yeah, I can imagine yeah. like if the final movie merges, what could have happened, what reality would have happened, and it even like shows the differences all within that movie, you know what I mean? Mm. Just slightly different or whatever, and then kind of mm. coming together. I could have just, dude, they basically set the movie up like, like really, 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 really dope. <laughs> they ate. They did. No crumbs. Like they, they killed it. They killed it. Like you could tell a movie is dedicated when they put little details in there that you will not even notice, but they notice and they love it so much that they're going to do it because why not? Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just just subtle differences. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Them just like saying some words, not some words, just really subtle dialogue differences that you yeah. wouldn't notice. Yeah. But, and I guess that's the whole point is that like across the multiverse, it's, just, it's all around the same path, right? You're all kind of going to the mm. same place. But when something drastically changes, it's drastically different. That's when anomaly happens, when it, when the the yeah. canon event happens. I wonder. It'll be cool. Well, maybe that's a little bit too, a little too predictable. But I was like, what if the second part is like a choose your own adventure, like Bandersnatch from Black Mirror? Ooh, I don't know how to do that. In I movie think that I, that that might. Yeah, I don't know how to do it in a movie theory either. Mm-mm. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But all right, y'all. I'm tired. Are you tired? Nope, I'm good. But thanks for listening to the Watch That Joan podcast. All right, this is me saying let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for listening, y'all. Huh? Uh, oh, you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Large bag of popcorn once again. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. All right, bye, y'all. Bye-bye.